<laughs> that was fucking disgraceful, dude. Dude, we fucking it was bad tonight. It was bad tonight. Welcome into the oh. PHX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry, joined as always by Sean DePaz. Shane Diefenbach is at DFA. He's gonna be calling in in just a little bit but it is time for another walk of shame consecutive losses at home for the sun devils tonight they lost 77 to 69 to the usc trojans still a lot to get into in terms of dj horn not showing up tonight (laughs) at all Um, buddy the team going on a little bit of a run toward the end of that game um, and then just rotations in general tonight. Before before we get into any of that, Sean, just initial reaction to that final score. Um, well, the final score was like, oh, it was it was a, it was it was an okay game. It was close if you look at just the final score. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mad at them for giving me hope. I actually got excited at the end. It was like the only time during the game I got excited at any point. Um, but no, that's just embarrassing, man. I, after such a a, a tough fought loss uh, against UCLA. You were just hoping that they would hopefully take something away from it um, and kind of, you know, bounce back. And it looked like kind of the worst case scenario where the loss just it piled on and they were still tired. They came out flat like it was just it, it felt like I mean, Joe, Joe kind of references it. One small step for Hurley, one giant leap backwards for ASU fans. Like yeah. that's exactly kind of what it feels like. It, it, it feels like one of those things where it's like, oh, and there's the. There's the old ASU. I don't think that is what it is. I think this team is fine still. USC, I think, is, is like a... It's not like they lost to Cal. Like, U, uh, USC is still a respectable pac Yeah, USC team. is like Utah in a way. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it deeper, but these are the, it, these are two of the top 10... Um, two of the top 10 defensive teams in the country as yeah. far as defensive field goal percentage. Um, and one of them played like it, and the other didn't. And you can look at the score and find out which was which. Yeah, you look at that score, right? That seventy-seven to sixty-nine, and to your point, you're like, "Oh, okay, it was a hard-fought only, game down the end." Loss. The only reason it got to that point, right, is because USC didn't score for the last four minutes and thirty-five seconds. Um, actually, the last four minutes and fifty-one seconds, and ASU had gone on a sixteen-zero run, right? So if USC even does a little bit in those last mm-hmm. five minutes, it's another double-digit loss. It's another bad loss, right? And I know USC is like Utah; they're like Oregon; they're a team that. They can win. I, I would feel confident that any of those three teams that I mentioned could beat anybody on any given night mm-hmm. because it is conference play, right? It is the Pac-12. And what hurts more about this loss than the UCLA loss or the Arizona loss is when it comes down to it at the end of the season and you get time for March Madness in the big dance and it becomes decision time yep. pretty much, right? And let's say you've got a couple Pac-12 teams on the fringe. You've got your Arizona State Sun Devils. You've got your USC Trojans, your Oregon Ducks, your Utah Utes, whatever. Like, you look back at this game, and you're like, ah, okay, USC, maybe they deserve it a little bit more, right? Because tonight, that 77-69 to scoreline was not how the game went by any means. USC dominated from start to finish. Uh, I want to get specifically into the first half because the first half, it felt like the game was already away from this team. And we've seen... This ASU team play two different types of halves before. Mm-hmm. 
Tonight, it felt like you got two of the same half. Yeah, and it was the bad kind of half. Um, just no scoring. Yeah, no, it was... It was. Uh, I mean, it's just one of those where like, everything went wrong. I mean, you, you mentioned it, and we'll get into it more, but DJ not scoring anything. Um, the bench just kind of didn't do a whole lot, too. That was something I, I was kind of thinking, right, is I feel like this team gets a lot of credit for it being like a, a, a deep rotation deep yeah. roster you got 10 guy, 10 11 guys who can come off the bench and contribute um but they did didn't like what the depth only takes you so far if your starters aren't if, doing anything well and if you're if your bench is doing something like yeah. it doesn't matter if like no one's doing anything then it doesn't you can put 10 of us out there like it doesn't mean shit um it, it's it's just like i said it it's so depressing that they turned out flat, and I think the one thing that you kind of, you kind of referenced that has made this team different from years past is when they come out flat, they, ah, at least they put up a fight in the second half, and they make it they come back, they get a lead, they make it interesting. Uh, it, it, they didn't. And Joe, again, makes another point. Three and three at home in conference. It's not going to cut it. Yeah. It's not. You can't, especially after losing such a big emotional game with such an amazing crowd at home in the UCLA game, you got to bounce back. You got you, you to give people better than what... They got tonight, and they yeah, didn't. A thousand percent. And I know three and three at home in conference to start is not great, but you look at who they've, who they've yeah, lost to sure. in those games: Arizona, UCLA. Obviously, two teams. U of A is going to be a top ten team now after beating UCLA earlier today. Um, Colin in the chat, Nunez over Horn, please. That's an interesting. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because DJ Horn tonight had zero points in the first half, and he had zero points in the second half. <laughs> and we've talked about his efficiency. Right. And how there are times where he just chucks up shots and it looks like he is he expects it to go in, but he just doesn't have I feel like he just didn't have it right now. Yeah. And we've seen him go for 2025. Like there's no doubt in my mind that he's capable of doing that. For sure. But tonight it almost looked like he his confidence was a little shaken. Because he only took five shots. Yeah, uh it was definitely a little uncharacteristic. It's hard to I don't I don't want to say that his confidence was was shaken, but it it uh, for better or worse that's one of the things about dj and honestly a lot of the guys in this team is if they're not shooting well they just shoot, try to shoot their way out of it dj didn't exactly do that which a lot of times could be okay but when no one else is i mean warren got 21 does got 17 but who cares like um it, it's yeah that's it literally outside of those two everybody else was pretty so awful tonight yeah austin nunez like to your point i think he I would I would really be interested to see what he could do if he got DJ's minutes. Yeah, I I just I, I I am I agree with you. I'm more interested about that because I'm more interested to see how a guy like Horn can contribute off the bench. I would be interested to see how he fits in that role. Yeah. Um and it would also be interesting just to see how Austin handles having that kind of responsibility, that kind of workload. Uh, as as big of a fan as I am of Austin, I don't I don't think that's the right move though it seems like austin can be such a spark off the bench and oftentimes is the only spark off the bench yeah. like he was tonight and if you sub him out for for dj and you get a, a situation like tonight where dj's not on then there's no one coming off the bench and i think this game looks even worse yeah um so i i understand why fans would would be wanting something like that and i, I do think it could i I, do, I think it could work like i think austin would would perform in that situation, but I, I just think from a team dynamic perspective, he still has too much value on the bench. Yeah, and I don't want to go too hard at DJ, right? Like DJ, he we're, we know what he's capable of. And yeah. any given night, DJ Horn is a guy that can can really take over 
a game. I mean, you saw it in the first half of the UCLA game, him going for, what, 14 points? Yeah. Um, But again, it it felt like his second half of that game where he didn't score lingered over to tonight, right? He's gone now three consecutive halves without scoring a bucket. That is a problem, specifically for a starter who you you expect to at least get 10 points a game, right? He had the worst plus-minus of anybody um, wearing a maroon and gold uniform tonight, minus 22, 17 minutes, two turnovers, two fouls. He literally, his PRA tonight was one. <laughs> he had a single assist. Yeah, it's not. That's not going to cut it. it that's is, just simply not going to cut it. It is not. Especially if you're trying to be the third best team in the conference. Yeah. Right? No, it absolutely is not. No, nothing, nothing about the performance is going to because, like we've said, like we said, that, that, or like we have said, even if the offense is, isn't there, the defense is what is what keeps them in games. But the defense didn't show up tonight either. No, really. Um, so gave up forty plus points in the first half. It was just. I don't want to go to what we I said or like what we were saying after the USF game, where it's just kind of a throw it away kind of game because you can, you can only throw away so many. Yeah. Um. But this is another one of those games where it's just like, but. This is ultimately the problem with this team is is they are susceptible to having these kinds of nights. Usually they don't. Um, it's just games you're going to get. It's games you're going to get. The problem is, is you can't have games like this in the tournament. Yeah, no. Pac-12 or March Madness. Not so at all. That is something you got to cut these kinds of performances out of your your repertoire, I guess. Um, you can lose games, obviously. Like That's just the reality of it. But you can't have games where you just let it, throw up a big stinker. That yeah. can't happen. And it's not time. I, I wouldn't say it's time to hit the panic button. No, not at all. Tonight... It hurts simply because it's coming off. They are, but what hurts? Not as good, but good. What hurts is a. It's a home loss. You get swept. You lose consecutive games now to the LA schools. Um, And like we brought up earlier, USC is going to be a team at the end of it where you're like, they're going to be fighting and they're going to be scratching and clawing to try and get into the big dance. Um, And this win for them and loss for Arizona State could play a role down the stretch. Um, Let's get into the numbers of tonight's game. Um, obviously the only one that matters is that final score 77 to 69 in favor of the Trojans in terms of shooting percentage USC just did it better tonight 49% to ASU's 38% same from behind the arc 38.9% for the Trojans to ASU's 22.7% in free throws tonight just a little different than I feel like we're used to seeing 14 of 14 for USC they didn't miss at the charity stripe ASU on the other end 14 of 19 Um, and then turnovers 18 for the Trojans, 11 for Arizona State. Is that right? 18 that's turnovers? What, that's what ESPN said. 18 turnovers for the Trojans. If you force 18 turnovers, you should not lose by eight points. Yeah. No, that that was my thing. That's why it's, yeah. yeah for any ESPN, 18 to 18 11. Turn- that, that is the, the bad part because that is one thing we've talked about this team too is their ability to get out and transition and score. And if you're not taking advantage of turnovers – this team specifically is not going to win games. Like that that can't happen anymore yeah. this year. Um mm, you know what that can eight of those turnovers, eight of eighteen turnovers came in the last four minutes and fifty one seconds. Wow. Like if you're playing that kind of defense all night, this isn't a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um concerning. It's not good. Uh, but none of those numbers are good. It, no. it it's another one of those. Just stinker of a shooter night, shooting night. Um, but the free throw numbers are interesting because they actually got to the line more than the other team. Yeah. It doesn't happen a whole lot. But all the way doesn't matter if you're making the same number gotta, of free throws. You got to make your free throws. Got to make your free throws. Got to. Um, I feel bad for anybody that bet Arizona State tonight. They were three and a half point favorites, I believe, um, to start the game. So obviously that did not hit. But that doesn't mean 
you can't still make money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, especially with the NFL playoffs in action. Guys, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for more details. Sean, I didn't bet on this game, did you? I did not. Mm, smart men. Smart men. That's what we do. Um, do you have DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week? And this, this I feel like, might be a little different than what we're accustomed to seeing from you. Listen. It's not. It's Buffalo Bills. Oh, half. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. I'm not, even, if I, even if I may or may not have already emotionally edged on the Bengals, because I <laughs> do think in reality they are going to cover and probably win outright. Um, I... It's a Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. My draft of the week, Bills. like it is every week. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, maybe as early as next week, um, without a Bills spread to use in my drafting sports pick of the week. But if the Bills go to the Super Bowl here, are you going? I might have to open up a GoFundMe, but <laughs> I, I, I I'm going to do everything in my power to. You can bet. You can, I will. I will commit a felony if I have. Well, to. All you got to do is put a large sum of money on the Bills to win tomorrow. True. And you should be able to pay for your. You Super know Bowl what? Ticket. You just. I, I'm gonna if they no 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 but if they make it to the AFC Championship I'm gonna have to put a a, pre, a, a pretty penny on on the Bills to to fund my uh, Super Bowl ticket should they win. I am gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys money line Ooh. as my DraftKings sportsbook. You know pick of the you're week. not a Purdy. <sighs> it's believer? just it's I'm a Purdy believer, but I feel like Dallas's defense is finally figured it out after a rough stretch. I loved what I saw last week from Dak. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to Dak Prescott leading a game-winning drive. Oh, and wow. And I think, I think Dak to CeeDee Lamb is how it gets done. So, okay, I respect that. is here. Uh, that, should mean, that, should, that tells you that you that need to bet on the That tells you that you should probably bet on the San Francisco uh, yeah, 49ers. Um, blow them out. Especially because Dak Prescott is due for an interception. Um, he didn't throw one last week. And I don't know if you knew this. He led the NFL in interceptions. Mm, so. That he did. That he did. Guys, those are our DraftKings Sportsbook picks of the week. Again, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes Pro- for more details. Dak Prescott minus 175 over half an re- interception. I'll sprinkle. Minus 175 is no sprinkle. interception. I'll sprinkle. Sprinkle, I'll throw the fucking house on it. He's he's gonna I know about all that. He's hey, gonna hey, throw come on now. in a deception. Um, well, if you have no interest in going to the Super Bowl, um, unlike me, you can use your winnings on. Probably can't just afford to go to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, true. Um, but if you get any winnings from DraftKings, maybe you would rather spend them on some good four peaks. Yes, good, the best time to spend on four teaks is well, four teaks. Four teaks, nice. Uh-huh. Four peaks. <laughs> um, is this Wednesday? Because last Wednesdays are back. You can join the PH next tour at the Eighth Street Eighth Street Pub on January twenty fifth. As all of our shows, including the Sun Devil Show, yes, um, are live and in person throughout the day. You can enjoy three dollar beer specials. Come on, say hi to us. Um, I just can't wait for the attendees. Craig, who put PHNX onto the attendees, uh, mentioned the French dip today. So that might be the move. I think it, I've had the French dip there, and it does go stupid. Oh, man. I love a good French dip, but I haven't had it there, so I'm going to have to try it. Um, and they also have some new beers that you can try out. Um, so pull through. It's going to be a vibe. Like I said, we're going to be all there all day from like, and when, from open until like damn near 7 p.m. We'll be there. So it is going to be a through. blast for sure. Um, while we're talking about alcohol, let's Ooh. get to bottle service. Mm. Um, and before you, before you put up that graphic, Damon, Sean. Yes. ASU played like shit tonight. They did. Offensively, everybody sucked. They did. Respect. Respect you guys, but you played like shit tonight. Um, Can't confirm. Nobody gets bottle service that was out on that court tonight. Yeah. Instead, Sean, who's getting bottle service tonight? 
I mean, I guess it's... <laughs> Wait, it's this me. is the photo we used. <laughs> it's me. I was told to make this. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you know this. I'm the graphic guy, and I was told to make myself bottle service. Uh, so I... Because you had a day today. I, I, I guess. You put in work. I did. I was I was producing the Coyote show while watching this game, so I was, I was multitasking a little bit. Um, uh, but I really just wanted to use this to show off my kitty. Mm-hmm. Shout That's out. a phenomenal Shout out photo. Phenomenal. Yeah, this actually fun fact in uh, Michaela, Perk- Michaela Perkins' bathroom um, when I was dropping my cat off for her to watch her while I was going on vacation. I was told to make this. I was. Told you to put make in it. more work than anybody on the court tonight. I mean, I don't know. Uh, sure. Yeah. Come on now. I, I mean, I you know it's apples to oranges. Give yourself some love here. They were I playing fucking it. hate that. I hate that phrase so much. I know. Because you can compare fruit. You can. You can. So but don't, if you're it's saying which one or- is the best apple, you can't compare apples to oranges. No, but no one says which one is the best apple. You're comparing the fruit. <sighs> but I mean, like, I'm not wrong here. I'm, I mean, sure. But like my worst day as a podcaster is better than like a, a soldier's best day. Yeah, but we're so, not talking about soldiers. But I'm bro. saying I'm saying they got different. They got different. But things I can going compare on. it. I can compare it. I guess. Yeah. I did not. I didn't put any physical activity in though, so they definitely worked harder than me in that regard. I mean, yeah, that's fair. But again, you take that with a grain of salt. You understand that? It's because it's apples and oranges. Um, I know none of the players got <laughs> bottle service tonight. Shout out Warren though, because Warren kind of ate twenty-one points, seven of twelve from the field. Uh, he made seven free throws tonight. Yeah, no, I mean, this is what I'm saying though, bro. Because like, if you the, the problem is that ultimately with this game is that DJ didn't show up. I really, I, as far as the offensive production goes, that's the one thing you can point to. He had zero points. Yeah. Everyone else did as, kind of as much or more in Warren's case than they normally do. Um, so, but yeah, shout out Warren. This is what I, we talked about in the last postgame show. They need to get the man who was taller than everybody else and closer to the basket. The basketball. The basketball more often. Because um, especially if he's going to hit free throws. Where's what's the reason not to? Yeah, he draws fouls. He just a lot. Of, he hasn't it, been problems with his free throw shooting so far this year. But if he's hitting them like he was tonight, yeah, you More have than to seventy percent. Let let the tall man eat. You have to feed him. Um, and they did tonight, and he ate. And this is not the first time he's done this this year. Um, so I'd like to see more of it, but it, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're not getting contribution from other starters. Absolutely. JJ in the chat, honestly, is this still a tournament team? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. I would say so. Okay. Again, don't want to hit the panic button. Um, not yet. Now, if you, I would say if you lose the very first game next week, which I believe is Washington. Yes. I believe it's Washington. It's Washington. It is Washington. Um, then I wouldn't say you hit the panic button, but your ears perk up. Then it's time to be like, okay, uh, we got to fix something. Yeah, I mean, Washington is always an interesting one um, because of the zone, but that's another one where Warren Washington needs to eat, um, and if you can get hot from three, then there should be no problem there. But yeah, I, I definitely no panic button yet. I do think this is definitely still a tournament team. Um, USC, like I said, USC is a good team, and I think if you didn't play this off of... I think, I think the UCLA game is the hardest they've had to play all year, mm-hmm. um, and you saw it at the end of that game, and I, I think it kind of carried over. A little bit. Um, so uh, definitely nothing. I don't, I don't think you need to be worried yet. I think any any reason you have to be worried about this team, you should have been worried about prior to these last two games. Yeah. So uh, th- these last two games, I can put you on notice, but they don't like change my opinion on this team, really. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Um, you brought up Warren eating. Yes. Bobby does not eat. That is true. Bobby did not eat today. He did not. 
Um, I think he should maybe maybe change it up. Maybe start to eat. And yeah. on game days, he should check out Burrito Express because Burrito True. Express is the place to fill that's your the tummy. With these late ass Got tips, it. though, man. Yeah, that's fair. But you can always get it. And then, like, honestly, Burrito Express, it is good even if you like microwave it. It reheats better than any burrito I've ever had in my entire it's life. It's so good. It's yeah, like we, we get it on Monday. I forgot we get it on. Oh, Monday. facts, bro. I burrito may or may not press two different buttons to get two burritos. Just, oh, I did. Bro, up and comer, steak, yep. man. Their yep. steak is going. Buy stock now in the steak burrito. It's going to the moon, baby, (laughs) to the moon. Look, guys, buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card, and you're going to get a free burrito. You get to pick which one you want. Mm. Maybe try the steak. Dude, this is what I'm going to recommend, okay? Get the steak. No cheese because you don't want to upset that tummy. I'm a cheese guy, but, you know. Add, Add some bacon. Mm. Maybe a little mm. double wrap. Bacon. Ooh, ooh, a little sticky bacon. You know their bacon goes crazy. Their bacon does go stupid. I'm not even going to lie. Check it out. Head on over to your nearby Burrito Express location today and go ahead and give them a follow on social at Burrito EXP. And then you can take that burrito home and mm. sit down on your comfy ass more furniture mm. and double the pleasure, um, double the fun, double mint gum. Um, that's a deep cut. I don't know if any of y'all even understand that reference. That's an old Chris Brown commercial for double mint gum. Um, but yeah, go home and enjoy it on your super comfy more furniture. Um, was really tired last night, laying my head down, woke up like I was a newborn. So, so well rested. Um, so yeah. Newborn baby. Check them out. You can save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. Dot com. Let's get to aftertaste. Um, I'm really interested, um, to see what you got for this one. Sean, what's this trash taste like? Vomit. Vomit. Ooh. Yeah. It's like like the, this full on vomit, or this is like you taste it in the no. back of your throat and you're like, holy shit, it's like it's spicy. Yeah. Like um, hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, do, like I, I definitely bit? do. I definitely do. Um LTC, I'll get to your question. I think it I think it's like a full on throw up because at the end you're like, at least I got it out. At least that's over. Um but otherwise the whole process of it was not unenjoyable and it didn't taste good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, you know, I'll agree with you. This is you've been you've been pretty like tasted a lot better going into it than it did coming out of it. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. And it's like for me, right? And we're just talking about throw up at this point. <laughs> but like after after you do that, right? And I'm I'm thinking specifically like you get really drunk. Yeah. And this ASU was emotionally drunk off of what happened from that UCLA game. Yeah. Right. Despite the despite the L, they go into this game, they drink. It is far too much. It is yeah. far, far too much. You throw it, but at the end of it, you're like, okay, next time I go out to drink, I know exactly how much I yeah. can have before that happens or, again. Or it's like when you like a like a danger, like when you're gonna be like, okay, I got I'm, I'm partying all day. You're blacked out all at like night. four o'clock. It's yeah, it hits like yeah, it hits like three, four in the evening. You are you're just you're fucked. And you're yeah. like, you gotta throw up, you gotta get it out, and then you rally. Yeah. You move on to the next the next phase. Have you, ever been, have you ever been drunk twice in a day? Yes. Yes. I feel like that is a life accomplishment that everybody has to hit once. Yeah, so at Syracuse, there's a day called Block Party or Mayfest, Block Party Mayfest, where like during the day, there was this large outdoor festival where you had a concert. Oh my gosh. Uh, DJ Horn. Uh, why, bro? <laughs> he didn't deserve that. <laughs> um, it's a huge festival, like during the day, outdoor concert, a bunch of free food. You get fucked up. And then in the evening, there's a big concert in the dome. So there's like a little gap in between where everyone, you got to go home, you got to throw up, you got to nap, rally. you got to rally. 
That's what ASU needs to do. Oh, they, they got a little bit of They're time. They got to rally and get to get to Seattle. Um, couple people in the chat have asked about Jaden Rashada and him being in attendance. From my knowledge, he was not at tonight's game. Um, but that could have simply just been that we didn't see him um, and that there was nothing posted. But you never know. We do know that he was on an unofficial visit this weekend. I don't know if you saw Sun Devil Stadium, what they had on the Jumbotron today. What's up? They had offensive highlights running on the Jumbotron uh, earlier this morning. So people suspecting that um, Jaden Rashada was at Sun Devil Stadium mm. earlier this morning. Um, Ooh la la. So <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, I believe it is time to bring in the man, the myth, the deef. Um, I'm interested deef. to hear what you have to say about tonight's game, Shane, because from start <laughs> to finish, this was just bad. This was like, resemblant of Washington State last year like genuinely it was so strange because they had a really good offensive possession to start you know the lob to Warren the offense looked good they were swinging the ball but you could still kind of feel like there was just no energy and it and, it, and it's definitely not the fans fault because like the 942 crew was here the, the the upper bowl was pretty packed for a Saturday night game on you know divisional round weekend like it was a good student section of the crowd, but the guys, they just didn't have energy, and that was kind of the theme. I mean, that was a lot of the questions that were asked with Bobby yeah. and, and Warren, who we got to speak to. And as I tweeted, Warren just said there's not really any explanation, and or he could give one, but it would be too long. Um, it was just embarrassing, as he said. It, it truly was. It, from start to finish, it felt like they didn't have any energy except for that 16-0 run they went in, where they went on in the last 14 minutes of the or six minutes of the four minutes of the game. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah. 100%. I mean, we've got the clip uh, with Bobby Hurley in terms of the energy from tonight's game. So why don't we go ahead and uh, see what Bobby had to say about it? I'm not going to try. I'm not going to say make excuses. I mean, we, we, we tried to, to, you know, we knew how hard the guys played on Thursday night. And, and so we, you know, we tested them. We didn't over practice them yesterday. There's, there's no reason that, you know, guys at their age, you know, physically, they, they can't respond after 36 hours or whatever the time frame is so um i i i think that we just you know mentally didn't didn't have you know the right enthusiasm to play and that's you know that's the responsibility of of the coaches to make sure that that guys are playing you know frenetically with great energy we had four deflections at halftime we had we had zero in the first six minutes of, of the second half I mean, I, we had over 30 versus UCLA, and, and, and so we had no activity. There was, uh, and, and we have to do something about it. I mean, the only positive thing you could say really is, you know, I, I approve of uh, the scrambling mode of our last four minutes and just how guys tried a lot harder, and hopefully we could build off that and put guys on the floor that, you know, are going to give maximum effort when they're out there. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, like I said earlier. It's just kind of one of those, one of those games, man. It just it, feel, it really did feel like kind of the end of that UCLA game. Hung, it was like the hangover from it. Um, so hopefully that kind of same pattern, I guess, follows over to the Washington game and the yeah. way that this this game ended can carry over um, to the Washington game. But it's just yeah, there was just clearly a, a lack of energy tonight. I don't know if there's much more you can say about it than that. Yeah. Shane, in terms of DJ Horn, a guy who has now gone three consecutive halves 
without scoring. You look at tonight's game, only took five shots, two turnovers, had a minus 22, um, plus minus tonight. What has transpired for him, do you think, over the last three halves? Is, is, do you think it's something with confidence? Is it just the shots that he's getting? Like, what is it specifically that is kind of forcing DJ Horn to not be the guy that we thought he was going to be going into this season? Uh, well, to say that is a little unfair because he has been the guy we thought, you know, a streaky guy that can put up 20 or can do nothing. Because I think, I think he's lived up to the expectations we had. Unfortunately, those expectations aren't very great. Yeah, um, for a guy like him who can who can score night in and night out, um, he was bad. He was really really bad tonight. Uh, and Bobby said in the presser when he was asked about him, "It's I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what was wrong. Uh, you know, he he'll probably tell you a truthful answer, but uh, he's a guy that I don't take out often," is what Bobby said. And and he had to take him out tonight because he was playing so poorly. I, I didn't see anything like, but it also he was just kind of hiding the whole night. Mm-hmm. This this team just just felt different like like they got yelled at before the game by their parents and they were all sad about it like it just didn't feel like the regular asu team and it started on the defensive end tonight they just uh, the hang in their heads woe is me and then then the lead was 20 and it was over yeah you think it was the ucla game like the hangover from it or like what was it I, i don't think it was the ucla game i think this is just one of those weird games where you know you come out flat whether it it I don't think anything mentally is coming from the UCLA game. You know, as Bobby said, these guys are young enough where they can recover pretty fast from the game two days ago. But at the same time, like, they gave it all they got. We saw them run out of gas in that game. Uh, 48 hours isn't a ton of time. It's just not. Uh, So, yeah, maybe they were stiff. And too little too late once they got unstiff and they started figuring it out. But to me, it's just one of these games where you just laid an egg, you shit the bed, and you move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, LTC brought it up in the chat. It's something we talked about earlier, but I'm interested in your perspective on it. I, I I said I'm still like DJ should still be starting. Nunez should still be coming off the bench. I'm assuming you're in the same ballpark. Yeah, Nunez, although tries really hard on defense, he's not as good as a defender as DJ Horn. Yeah. Um, I did like what I saw from Nunez and Collins. I think they're going to go to that more often because that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of the – Shannon Evans days where you'd run two guards out there almost the whole game. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. Um, I don't, I just, I, this team doesn't change a lot of things and for good reason. I mean, you know, you, you, you might be awful one night and you, you can shoot lights out the next night. It, Des Cambridge tonight, you know, he was hitting some big shots, but the ones he missed down the stretch when he was still hot, were all in and out. It's just how things, how things go sometimes. One thing that I do want to discuss a little bit about Dez that we haven't talked about is specifically I've noticed over the last two games, it feels like he is taking just some wildly contested shots way early on in the shot clock. And I just feel like he's forcing it at certain points in the game when they can be a little bit more methodical or they have just a little bit more time to work with. Like, and it's, yeah. I don't want to say it's costing him, but I feel like it is, it's just giving away possessions. But I feel like point. it's a weird situation for him. A, because Bobby is, I clearly has a lot of confidence in him. And B, I feel like it, he's sometimes in situations where it's like, if he's not doing it, no one is. Yeah. Um, and I, he, I, I feel like that, that pressure might get to him a little bit. I'm sick of that, though, because I don't think it's been the last couple of games. It's been like that the whole season. We've, we've, we've said it on the show. He takes some bad shots sometimes, and sometimes they go in. I don't think it's more. I don't think it's less. We'll look at the shooting splits and see if he's taken more. But I, it, 
somebody's coming at me on Twitter today because of the bad shots. I'm like, they've been taking bad shots all year, and a lot of them have gone in. And that's just mm-hmm. how this team plays. They're 15-5. and five. Like, I don't think much has really changed. Uh, again, I think energy was a big problem tonight. The only thing that changed tonight was their defense was terrible, and we haven't seen them yep. be this bad the entire year. Yeah. No, it's absolutely tough. Um, before we move on, Shane, we said that the aftertaste of tonight's game was throw up. I'm just curious what you've got. Your own or somebody else's? Oh, oh, God. Yeah. no! You know, I I never uh, thought that's where that was going to go. It, it, it was a conference win, so it's your own. Or it was a conference loss, so it's your own. If it was like a non-conference game, it would have been. Throw? You don't want to know, bro. Yeah, you, you definitely don't want to. You know, you don't want to know, brother. You don't want to know. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? You remember that night chain, right? Yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought was there. Yeah, he doesn't remember. Never mind. <laughs> Did I taste the throw? Oh man, he was pretty drunk. <laughs> Let's forget. Fucking move on. Dear God, that was that was something. That was something special for sure. <laughs> guys, special is one way to put it. Guys, there. I know tonight's performance wasn't necessarily something to be super excited about. Those last five minutes, uh, Bobby said it. It was good. He improved the the scrambling, the effort, the hustle of those last five minutes, and it translated, right, in that 16-0 run, um, forcing eight turnovers defensively. It was a lot of fun, so there definitely is still a lot of reason to enjoy this Arizona State basketball team, and you guys should still be going to DFA. Go buy your tickets to watch these Sun Devils because right now they are still a top three team in the conference from a standings perspective, guys, when you're going to go to the games, go ahead and get your tickets on game time. Mm-hmm. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And the best way to pregame that game, illegal Pete's. It's, it's, it's a whole ass vibe right there on mill. Um, the, the, the leftovers that I had last night, Oh, I forgot you got those. It was kind of smacked. Kind of. Their food goes crazy. It, Their food is slept on. I'm telling you, it's. I just on. like it's just like. I wish I had known about it earlier because I would have spent less money at Chipotle. That's fair. Why? Why waste your time at Chipotle if you got illegal pizza? Uh, plus, they have a full bar. You can go, you know, talk like actually pregame the Sun Devils games, you know, take a couple tequila shots and margs went crazy. Happy hour every uh, day from three to six. Every day. Three to six, bro. Oh, that, that's like perfect time for. T- I mean, except for these nine p.m. starts. Generally spe- speaking, perfect time. Um, and their queso will change your life. Goes crazy. It'll knock your socks off. Right Illegal off feeds. your toes. Right off your little piggies. <laughs> right off your little piggies. Let's take a look at the Bobby board. Um, this one I feel like is gonna hurt. I feel like it's gonna hurt because we were we were hoping for the one two one two. Um, well, and now you've got back to back losses. Yeah. Not great, but you got to – the positive thing, last time this team had back-to-back losses, they went on a four-game win streak, right? So I would take I, you better a four-game four win streak at this point. What would you say? Go on a four game, you better uh, go on a four-game win You better go on a fucking yeah. seven-game win streak. I mean, if you lose yeah. to Stanford or Cal, then, then you got to have a bigger problem. Hey, Stanford is Stanford, beating down on Oregon they, right now. They are beating Oregon right now. That right? is so crazy. <laughs> Oregon doesn't know who they are. David? Oregon, or yeah, Oregon is the it, Oregon is the Auburn Bo Nix of college well, basketball Oregon, teams. Oregon is ASU last year, man. They're they're the same thing. They got a bunch of new players, and they they blow out teams, and then get blown out by teams they shouldn't lose to. You you don't want to let this snowball because you've got teams right where you're like, okay, you should be Washington, you should be Washington State, 
But we saw, we've seen Washington State beat good teams, right? Specifically, you look at their win over Arizona. You see Washington, you know that 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 zone can give you fits. We saw what Oregon State is capable of offensively in this conference. And then we saw what Oregon did against U of A. So any given night, you could look at it in one of these games you could drop. You can't afford to drop, I would say, two of these four. You got to win at least three of these four um, if you want to keep pace. Can we do two mental exercises real fast? Or just one? One mental exercise and then one positive point. Okay. Um, can we bring up the Bobby board real fast? Let's do it. Is uh, this the mental exercise or is this yes, the... this is the okay. mental exercise. If you saw this at the start of the year, what would you be feeling? Uh, I'd be like, I would be feeling kind of the exact same thing I'm feeling now. How the fuck did we lose to Texas Southern? Um, oh, you're yeah. still like yeah. that? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. that would be my primary thought, and my secondary thought would be, oh my god, that's a lot of wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, cool. it, it would be counting the losses and saying you're more than halfway through the season and you're fifteen and five. Yeah, um, they put themselves in a good spot. Uh, look, the, 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 you, this was like the last thing that you should that that could have happened right now. Like this, this, this was almost inexcusable losing two back to backs. If you would have lost by twenty in this game, that would be a lot worse. But the yeah, net rankings. Sure will reflect this only as an eight-point loss. So that's huge. Um, And the second thing is another good thing to think about. The only positive you can take away from this game is on the road trip and against Oregon and against Oregon State, at home, you're not going to lay eggs. You're not going to overlook them is what Mm -hmm. I mean. There is no room for overlooking now. Uh, You're not going to look past them and say, we have this game at home, we have X game on the road. But that's not going to happen anymore because they don't want to feel this ever again. Yeah, and now you're at the point in the season where the teams you're seeing you've seen already, um, yep. and so it's gonna it's gonna change all that for a handful of reasons. So, it, it, yeah, I mean, back to your your mental exercise. I would, if you're a Sun Devil fan that says you wouldn't have killed to be in this position before the season, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like no, you wouldn't have done anything good. to be here. Um, and again, again, I, you look at the teams that they've lost to, the conference teams they've lost to, this is exactly what I would have expected. Like, I would have expected them to lose twice to U of A, twice to UCLA, and probably lose one to USC. And I probably would have expected them to lose another one somewhere. And they haven't yet, so... No, you're absolutely they're on, right. Uh, they're, on, they're still very much on track. That's a good point. Yeah, That's and, a great and, point, Shane. And I don't want to be like, everything's fine because we didn't think we were going to be here because expectations do rise and reasonably so. Yeah. This was inexcusable. But at the same time, you got to look at things in perspective, win some games, um, and get out of that playing spot because you're right back in it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shane, any final thoughts before we get you out of here? Um, shout out Activate ASU. They just named their board um, the other day. Uh, some pretty cool people on that. Peter Boyle, a friend of ours that um, you know, kind of heads that whole thing. Their board yeah. of directors for Activate ASU. They do a lot of cool stuff um, just in their name, activating the Valley, activating local businesses and everything alike with that so shout out all of them Jalen Strong's one of the members um we're familiar with Cheerston Cheerston is one of the members so it's pretty awesome so check them out um they do some really awesome things yeah a thousand percent go ahead and give them a follow um on social I believe their ad is quite literally activate ASU I um, believe it's activate underscore ASU activate underscore ASU go give them a follow like Shane said uh, they do a lot of great stuff for the university for the athletic program um and they're gonna be kind of on the rise so should be exciting uh Shane thank you for your insight, as always, get out of DFA. Um, go get something to eat, and we will see uh, you soon. I've been informed that I have to stay here. Oh, you have to stay here. 
Yeah, they're not letting me leave. That's um, tragic. It's my, tragic. It's my fault. Yep. All right. Well, you have fun there. Uh, guys, yep. if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. A fan of the best swim program in the motherfucking country. Suck it, Cal. Suck it. Y'all suck. Number two, my ass. We will see you guys Monday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace.